Welcome to the Gooners Podcast, Season 7, Episode 15. We are live from Baltimore, and that's the royal we, because it's really just me sitting in a hotel room by myself at this point. But virtually speaking, I'm going to be joined by a lovely guest who you're used to seeing me with, and many, many other people who you're not, because it's There's an no open mic show tonight. <laughs> this is the Gooners Podcast. Once upon a time. Way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, five young men from various backgrounds, an Irish kid with a horrible haircut, a young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet, a child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more, a handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment, and a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. And these boys became men. Jared, Mikey, Ewan, Magic, and Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven! 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 Welcome to the Gooners Pod. It's an impromptu Gooners Pod. So impromptu, in fact, that I didn't even let Danny finish eating. Um, what have you got for those, uh, for those, uh, since we always talk about food on our other podcast on, uh, on the Sunday roast, is this oh, a man. Wednesday roast? <laughs> I thought we were going to keep this football because this, I've got questions for you, Feinberg, and I'm not going to save all those juicy questions after seeing your video that you delighted us with yesterday. Um, I'm saving them for Sunday, but it's Tesco's corned beef in Tesco's um, finest mashed potato with a little bit of salad cream, and I would say their corned beef isn't very good. I've spat out a couple of grisly bits. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get there, and you never know what you're going to get when Arsenal come on tour. Do you see what I just did right there? I'll tell you what, I can see why you don't do this for a living. Yeah, you uh, you never know what you're going to get, but we have a good idea now because the team is on their way. They are in the air. We are all following the the, uh, the plane as it as it navigates the North Atlantic. In fact, it's probably heading somewhere down the East Coast right now because they, you know, you come in over kind of Newfoundland and uh, in PEI as they call it up there, and and uh, and then you end up down in the DC Baltimore area. So. I'm anxiously awaiting the team. I'm in the team hotel room. Uh, they don't know it yet, but I'll be here waiting for them. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get lots of footage. But this is an open mic show, so uh, so we're going to invite our first open micer who is, make, is breaking his – oh, hold on. Almost forgot. I do travel with the bell. Breaking his duck on the show tonight. First time we've had him on. He's uh, from, from Virginia Beach, not too far from where I live. And we'll find out if he's making the trek up to Baltimore to see the team. Welcome to the pod, Ian. Uh, thank you, boys. Thank you. Uh, yes, I will be in Baltimore. Uh, I will also be at both matches in Florida. So nice. All right. I, so you're doing I, the you're doing the circuit. And yeah. And and the first question is, with a background like that, 
you you clearly have a YouTube channel. Well, I'm starting it up. I'm working on it. Uh, I have uh, I have a little thing that I'm working on, and I'll drop it through you. But uh, Dan also it's... has a little thing that he's working on. Um, <laughs> it's pretty well, it's all swollen. Feinberg, actually, it's. it's... Not, that's I, true. If you watch, if you watch the Sunday roast on a Burkamp Wonderland, you 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 know more about his uh, genitalia than you really I, want to. I, I promise his his is probably more impressive on a reveal than mine will be. But I will be working on it, and I will be spamming links everywhere. So, uh, well, well, yeah. T t this is the open mic show at ten. At, at eleven is the open balls show, where <laughs> where you just have to get the kind of you know angle it down a little bit. Okay, so we'll yeah. see. Well, the great way to raise some money for goodness for cancer you know it's you know, uh, i mean you gotta you gotta check that thing i, I mean you know blood cancers uh you know ball cancer it's it, it, none of it's funny yeah yeah no, I, stop I, I, it's not funny <laughs> so no man, uh, all, all seriousness what are we talking about today like I'm this is your show man okay. we're, we're here to talk about what you want i okay you, We've well, got a couple suggestions, you know. We got the, the well, transfer market. Yeah, the, let, let, the let's let's talk. Tour. You you know we're talking about the transfer market. That's what everyone wants to talk about. Uh, I, I mean, we've got a couple more spots to fill. I think. Uh, I, I mean, everybody's got their own opinion. Martinez is going to United now. Um, so, it, first it, of all, don't call him that. It's the butcher. <laughs> the butcher is going to, to secondly I, I don't ever he's dead to me now I, I i can't if he's really going to united is it official or is it just like we pulled out and they're basically agreeing a price i, I think we should have known from the get-go with tin hog going there that all we're doing is going for players early jacking up their prices so our competitors have to play more i think it, it might be an arteta edu dark arts uh strategy because we kind of went after all the big targets rafinha included and now what do we we're almost bankrupting Barca, Barcelona for, for them to build a squad. But um, that's yeah. the way to get back in the Super League is we, we got to bankrupt all the other teams. And the Super League isn't quite 100% dead. Talk Sport just put out an article talking about it too. So um, we'll see. I don't know. Um, Barca's Danny, you're the, you're, Danny, you're the legal mind of the podcast. Yes. Um, have you been, have you been keeping up with the, uh, with the, with the various machinations of, I, I saw some tweets come through at what was like around three thirty in the morning, my time. I was scrambling around trying to pack for this this uh, road road trip that we're doing here. Um, but uh, so, so explain to us what the what, what the goings on are, or just show us the corned beef again. <laughs> Whichever uh, well, you the, prefer. The, the latest update on the European Super League: it's it's based in Europe and it's super. And it's a, a league of teams. They want the big three from London. They want Chelsea. They want Arsenal. They want Barnet. Barnet are in negotiations because they want. We can't talk about Barnet right now. Come on, the bees. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that's the the current situation, and uh, it's going ahead, but it might not. But it is. Mm. So I, I just really wanted to make sure that we kind of evened up the talking a little bit. So, so Ian, now tell us what's actually going on with the Super League. Oh, I, I mean, uh, really, the, the TalkSport article just kind of goes over how it's it just surpassed the $1 billion loss mark, uh, I do believe. And it kind of talked about uh, Chelsea's record uh, financial losses 
post COVID and and during COVID and kind of the shits, excuse me, uh, the storm that's going on with the new ownership over there. It's the one I mean, place you can do that. Okay. Well, the shit storm that's going on over there, and, and, you know, there's been a, you know, the internal workings of Chelsea, uh, seems to be kind of a toxic environment that, that got left over. And, uh, I'm hoping it spills over into their transfer policy and to, to their it, performances it, next season. It seems to be, I, seems I am to be. fascinated by the whole case study of Chelsea. I mean, if you, if you know me, you know that I'm into finances. <clears> I kind of love peeling back. The, the layers of the onion and and the curtain and whatever else I can find to peel back, uh, I like to peel back. And um, you know, they're a club that without Roman Abramovich's million billions uh, is not functionally strong. They're not large. They're not profitable. The only way they can break even is to get far in the Champions League every single year. And at some point, like if they have the kind of season now that they had five or six years ago where everybody basically down tools on Jose Mourinho and they finished 10th in the league, they would be screwed for years because there's no one that's going to just pour on 500 million pounds to get that team right back where they need to be and, and pay dead money to an old coach. And I mean, Todd Bowley wants to impress the, 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 the Chelsea supporters right now. And he's trying to do that with, you know, with Sterling and talks of Ronaldo and trying to get Rafinha and all this stuff. But there's going to be a piper to pay when they do that. And I am here for that when it happens. Yeah, so, I, th I think he really just wants to make that uh, that legacy signing that, uh, hey, I'm here and this is what I'm doing uh, and I'm bringing in a big name. We're going to continue this and it's not sustainable that they, they need a rebuild real bad, just like United's doing right now, just like we've done for the past three, four or five years. They need it, um, but let's let's not. Let's no, not, that, you know, I hope they're not rush. listening. They're not listening. It's fine. They they don't do their background research. Um, I mean, everyone's but, been screaming it about United, and they still just don't listen. I mean, they're they're going to spend sixty five million on a butcher that doesn't even come with meat. Uh, um, how did you guys feel about the uh, the Liverpool uh, match, the four four nothing? I mean, I know Liverpool started with you know their their babies, and and United put out their full squad from the get go. But was that did they play today? No, it was a couple days ago. It was for some uh, some weird off-season trophy i legitimately didn't even know about that danny yeah. did, you, did yeah. you i did see um that there was a couple of lovely memes going around one of them was uh the old um the, the pencil drawing um uh confused face thing standing in the corner and going is someone going to tell them this is pre-season another <laughs> one of them holding up a pointy trophy acting like they won the world cup there taking it a little bit too seriously i mean it's not like my my mighty pete by united who've got a magnificent one one draw with stevenish tonight I mean that that's worth having its own TV show. Amazon should be on the phone to them any minute now. But um, <laughs> I, I like to see the, um, the the European teams. I'm looking tonight. Uh, VV Viva Leven uh, lost 15 nil to Groningen. I mean that's what I call a, a decent friendly. Udinese beat rapidly ends 11 nil. I was at Ars um, Barnet nil Arsenal 10. Or it might have been 10-1 back in the day. That's what preseason is all about. Taking pictures of your shoes, which I did at Barnet during that game. We have a new listener, uh, a new user, in fact, uh, and I know that you're new because you're asking what the bell ringing means. Uh, Danny, can you explain what the bell ringing means? Uh, Mike is a uh, a colonial commoner. He's we we, used, we annexed that country and told him to keep it, and to fit in with us over here. Every time we say something that is um, stereotypically uh, British, he rings the bell. Um, 
Give me an I'm example. I'm a lover Mike. of I'm a lover of new phrases that you would never hear anywhere else other than in England or at a pub while you're watching football with a bunch of people who are like fantasizing that they are English, which is really what it's kind of all about. And you even did a show about it, and you're going to do another one soon, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah, we oh, we have a whole brackets. tournament. We have we have an FA yeah. Cup, uh, an elimination tournament of 64 <clears throat> of the top phrases. You know, we got diabolical, we got sixes and sevens, we got, um, you know. What what was oh, the one that I heard today? You know, pulling up, ripping up trees, all that stuff. And then we rank them. We put them in an elimination tournament. And this year, my goal is to have the judges of that tournament be no less than uh, some combination of Ian Dark. Uh, I'm sorry, Derek. Yeah, Derek Ray, Ian Dark, and Peter Drury. If we can get that going. Who uses those phrases more eloquently than them? So, uh, so that's at the very I mean. least, uh, the quintessential, uh, like the new British insults, just like the insult words. Uh, I mean, I've, I've heard some fantastic ones that I, that I oh, still yeah. use that don't translate, you know, <laughs> absolute bin lid, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you know, just <laughs> chef's kiss. I love yeah, I mean, you, that's you, another one. Yeah, you, you, you can, I mean, you can curse someone out in, in an American pub and probably, you know, get away with it. And, I have uh, no uh, idea what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Call him a, a dirty bin dipper. <laughs> speaking of speaking of dirty but no we're gonna wait to bring him on um but uh we're gonna we're gonna bring on the the format here is we're gonna go to four and then we're gonna keep it at four so as as we bring in uh, a new person we're gonna get rid of the old person so before we bring on andy any you know one other topic that you have the floor for ian uh any you know you're, you're coming on the tour the team's on their way for the tour um any let's actually get um get me a quick picture up here because today they released this which is and looks like you can't see the whole thing it's 33 i think players coming five goalkeepers yeah i i think the the new formation that we're going to be trying out this summer is a 4222 where the four is the goalkeepers <laughs> and then and then two of of, of defenders midfielders and players. i mean that's other than the other than the thing that we can't talk about, any surprises on there for you? Um, I, I, I it's nice to see uh, Walters. I guess uh, it, I mean everybody else on the defenders list is is pretty standard. Um, it, it you know I, I really want to see uh, some Balogun, some Marquinhos. Uh, I, I do, he'll probably start Pepe, but take him out in about seven minutes uh, because we all know Arteta doesn't rate my boy, but. <sighs> what they do in these games is they will they will kind of have the the vast like eight of the players will essentially either be given the first half or the second yeah. half there'll be some players that go to about the 60 or 75th minute um so you know with 33 players you'd expect uh in the three games over this over the next eight days or so we'll see most players at least play one full game yeah well uh, he, he's gonna want to He's going to want some of the people that were trying to move on to shine. It just kind of raised that value a little bit. Um, yeah, kind of like they did last Friday in the first half against Nuremberg. Yeah, yeah I was hoping Pepe would, would step up and do something so maybe we could get 20, 25 mil. But uh, at this point... The plan is to leave <laughs> some of the players there for MLS. So hopefully the uh, Portland <laughs> Timbers are going to get first first draft picked. Every yeah, team think, in MLS think, gets to keep uh, one of our players. I, I think we're uh, we're planning on leaving a few of them here in the U.S. <laughs> like, 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 I don't think Alex Runnerson's 
hotel is the same one that the rest of the team is staying. Sleeping like, on the bus. They're going to oh. drop him off at his at, at the Comfort Inn where I am right now. Not the Comfort Inn. I'm at the. Well, I'm not going to give my location. <laughs> um, it's not the Comfort Inn though. But they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna drop off dude at my hotel and uh, and 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 I know what to do from there. Um, Andy is going to come on with us now. Um, so let's make room for Andy. How you doing, man? Got to unmute yourself if you can. There you go. You there? I am, yes. All right. Hey, where, where are you uh, Where are you dialing in from? Not like you dialed anything, but where are you coming to us from? Uh, I'm coming, well, it sounds like I'm coming from Danny, not on tours, local land. So I'm pleased he mentioned about uh, Barnet. So I'm a Barnet Come on, boy. the bees. Can you so you live um, in the uh, in the lovely North London borough. Is it a, is it a borough or what is it called? The it Hertfordshire is. Hertfordshire Sunshine, actually, uh, Mike. Hertz. I mean, like like the, Hertz. Yeah. Hertz. Um, thanks. Thanks for having me on, boys. I much appreciate it. Nice to talk to the uh, boys across the pond. Um, I follow you quite a lot on Twitter as well, um, Mike and. Uh, you are sometimes quite funny. Um, Thank you. I mean, I, I figure, you know, it's a law of large numbers. If you say 45 things, one of them is bound to actually be relatively entertaining. And I, I just count on that formula. So uh, it's, it's yeah. great to have. I, I love the fact that we're getting some people on that we haven't had on before. Um, you know, in, in the open mic uh, shows, we're going to keep we're going to start back up with those. But but Andy, tell us what you want to talk about. Tour, team, coach, um, ownership. Um, transfers it's up to you i i think um my main um topic will probably be i mean I, listen i've supported arsenal since 1978 so i'm an old git so um so 1978 was um when i started going to arsenal um so i've seen a few few trophies few ups and downs few managers um but um i i, I feel that um i've just with with Arteta, listen, I'm, I'm fully back. I'm fully backing him in, in in his the way he's what he's doing and how he's trying to move forward. But it just seems sometimes I don't know whether we're whether we're lacking in in still a leader. Um, listen, I I, I, don't, I personally don't like Shaka. I think he's a liability in the team. Um, I think he's 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 always vulnerable for a red card. Uh, I think his head just goes. I, I'd like to see a. Uh, a CM, uh, and I'd like to see, um, I'd, I'd like to see another defender, really, um, and also another attacker. I think we're lacking in three three positions there. Um, I'm worried about. Um, listen, I think the squad that he's getting is looking good. It's now Arteta's squad, so you know he's obviously going to be the one who's going to uh, pay for whatever goes on now. Um, and you know, let's hope that we can move forward. But um, I don't know what your views are. Um, I like Jesus. I think you know, it's a fantastic signing. I'm not too sure whether we're strong enough up front still to have someone up there. And Ketier, okay. Uh, who knows what he's going to do this year? He could he could become you know all of a sudden he could become the the, the master centre forward. Um, yeah, I just feel that we're oh, lacking. He's, call, he's just called me, and <laughs> he told me he's planning on scoring a lot of goals this year. <laughs> That yeah, is a sleeper. That is a sleeper. I'm telling you. What What's your um What's your views? I know, being from across the pond. What's your views on this Matt Turner? Well, 
let, let me start and then we'll get Ian's view. I mean, look, if you're going to base it off of the, the 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 game on Friday, then then you've really got to be convinced that this is going to be a good signing. But he has a pedigree. Look, with keepers, there's so much riding on every shot that comes in and there's not a lot of shot that comes in hopefully unless the team's doing a poor job so you know when you get beat like he did on a great shot from distance and the you know and perry groves is saying on the stream that if you if you got the legal stream and paid the money for it um that uh you know it was not a great play by the keeper that he probably unless he was unsighted he should have been in a better position you know, you're going to extrapolate that over the course of the season and say this guy can't stop shots. He can't do this. Can't do that. The guy is is, I mean, the U.S. men's national team. Say what you want about them, but they've always produced good goalkeepers. Most of whom and many of whom have played in the Premier League. You know, to the tune of you know your Tim Howard, Casey Keller. Uh, I mean, the U.S. goalkeepers are, te- are are generally not tr- specifically and way less talented than the rest of the world, as you would generally expect for most of the field players. So. He's the number one or number two for U.S. right now. He is. he is an incredible shot stopper. I don't watch the MLS very much or MLS very much, but I do know from those who do, uh, and someone is in the chat, uh, our dear Sophie, um, who watches a tremendous amount of MLS and covers the MLS and would kill me for saying the MLS. Uh, she's, you know, I think she's pretty on target with with Matt Turner being quality. So, I don't mind him being a backup, but you know it's just that Arsenal thing to rush to judgment, Ian, True. isn't it? To, you know when you see the first thing that you do is bad. Like God, Gabriel Jesus is going to score ninety-five goals this season, and Matt Turner is going to let in eight goals a game. Is that what we've learned? Uh, well, look, I mean, don't forget what Unquanco did last preseason too, and he's a fantastic keeper, and a lot of people wrote him off because of what he did. But if you look at the Matt Turner goals, uh, yeah, they were kind of his fault. Uh, but I hate to be that guy, uh, but I was also a keeper my entire career. Um, and the sun was in his eyes. Uh, I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but if you go, sun was in his eyes, and it was raining. in his eyes, and it was raining. But look, and you know his nerves are are completely off the charts he's the man's an arsenal fan like it was it was his big turn like but here's the thing we're used to having leno uh, uh, arguably one of the best shot stoppers in the premier league he just outside of that is you know he can't distribute he can't do that i mean i'd love i would love to keep him as our backup but you know he wants that first team and uh and if fulham pays the 11 which he is clearly worth then he will he will be moving on, but I heard that's even up in the air now. So, can you imagine we go into this season with those three? Five, five, I mean, the future ones in Oconco. I mean, it, it's that would be very Arsenal as well. Like, like it I, there were some some games in Europa League. I think the year before last, where we brought three keepers and left somebody out of the squad. That it just seemed kind of ridiculous, and and. Uh, but no, it, it, if if Turner goes, uh, Turner and uh, Ramsdale both go for the World Cup, you know, that's true. You know, yeah, maybe. Do you, do you need Do you need rest after the World Cup if you're a keeper, though? Nah, not really. I guess not. But it, 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 depending on how their matches went, you know, they may need some emotional rest. Not knock on wood. We'll see. Yeah, that's uh, true. I really would like to see uh, England or the USA do well because you know I had to uh, even. I had to go out and do it. I mean, for our nice. little chili, you know, for the chili, 
please sign the contract. Please stay with us. You I'm going gonna, gonna to actually sign him to a contract tomorrow <laughs> yes. or on Friday when I see him. Well, just do what they did to Ramsey at Juventus. He'll sign it. You see what they did <laughs> not, to Ramsey? Not to start you. Yeah, please. I was about to go back to you for another question. Sorry. Um, do you think we will be given extra? Do you think we get more funds to, to, to go and get players, or is this just hyped up clicks on Twitter? Because. You know, I, I think I've given up looking on Twitter now with, with things, especially after, obviously, Rafinha now he's gone. Um, I don't even know if this Martinez is worth the money. Who knows? United go for anything that we go for anyway. Um, do, do you think we're, we're still on for a, um, a half-decent player? Danny, what do you you know, obviously, you've got this um, uh, the, uh, the other Brazilian chat that's, um, that's meant to be quite good. They all look fantastic on YouTube, though, don't they? Oh, I think it's, uh, it's it's going to be something to do with wages as well, because I think there is a, 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 a kind of strict wage budget. And we've got so many players that uh, are obviously no part of Arteta's plan. Uh, with Leno going, I think that's he's on 110 grand a week. So I think it's a combination of that. And uh, players that we have been getting in, apart from from Jesus, who's on the highest wages at the club now. I think it's two forty five or two sixty five. I, you um, know, still... I forgot to check what that was. What is? Has that been confirmed? I mean, I know the club won't confirm it, but is Sport you know, at two sixty five? I think Botrack has him at two sixty five. I'm surprised about that, actually. That's... Well, I think it could be around two fifty, give or take. But they never give out all the details, do they? But once we see Leno go. Then that's 110 grand that off the, off the books, and uh, Turner's come in, and he's going to be on what 30 if he's lucky. I think he's going to be more than happy with uh, being back up at Arsenal because that that is his job, and the games that he's going to come in for, and the League Cup games, it'll be an easy way for him to get used to playing for the Arsenal. I, did, I forgot that he was an Arsenal fan, and um, that's that's really good. Yeah. And I sort of finally seen the highlights of the game, and the first goal he was unlucky with. Um, the second one, it was a little bit sneaky, but then all of our goals were, were were quite decent as well. It's just a hot day, first game, first proper preseason um, on on tour. So uh, yeah, um, the players that are going to come in, I think there is a lot of um, f- um, nonsense that's been done because I mean the hype around uh, tweeting about players coming in now is worse than it's ever been. I never thought I'd see that day. But at least we know we're not getting Urzel back because he's gone to. Um, back he's back available here. on. He's available on a free now. No, he signed for someone. Oh, <laughs> Istanbul Bakshir. They finished oh, really? fourth last season. Uh, do they have? Fort- they got a load of money. Do they have a Fortnite team? <laughs> yes, they got an uh, elite Istanbul team. Istanbul Bakshir signed another. Was that the team that had uh, Podolski for a while? Um, but he played for two different Turkish teams, Galatasaray, and I don't know what the other one was. But they came up through the leagues um, about five or six years ago. They had a lot of money, and uh, I think Gail Klishi was there. Wow. Well, God, Podolski, man. one of our most underrated I, no, number nines. I love that guy. I've been uh, uh, I've been just so distracted with everything this week. I didn't know about the Liverpool Manchester United game. I didn't know about. Uh, you see, Spurs played uh, the Korean All Stars today. I don't know if you got to see the highlights of that, but it was uh, the Korean League All Stars. And honestly, no, who's, the first, who's the first team you mentioned? Who's the other team you mentioned? Uh, some 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 that just smells terrible and. <laughs> belongs to be in the toilet. You know how I feel about them. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but okay. a, a, aside from a cheap, cheap PK and an own goal, it would have been tied. It, it was. Mm, yeah, I mean that's 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 what it, we're dealing with uh, up, uh, the, up the lane a little bit. 
All right. What we're also dealing with is we got some other people to bring in. So Ian, having been the uh, first one on, we're going to say goodbye to you, but tell us where we can follow you and, uh, and find you. Your, your Twitter is obviously on the screen here, but if you're listening, yeah, don't, don't follow my Twitter. I just use Twitter to uh, make memes for my Instagram. So uh, the at gooningang.afc is my Instagram. I and, see you uh, all the time on Instagram. Like I don't go to Instagram very much, <laughs> but I but I see the, these little notifications and I see a lot of activity coming. A lot, a lot of memes too, and I uh, I admin the Virginia Beach uh, Gooners account. I am uh, part of the Virginia Beach Gooners crew. So if uh, you guys ever want to take a nice vacation out to Virginia Beach and uh, come watch the matches, uh, just slide in the DMs and I'll get. You hooked up i i have i have done that i've been there i love tony uh yeah and, tony's uh, a great guy shout out to some of the other guys the one those you know another one of your brethren moved up to our our neck of the woods yeah you took our facebook and our ig admin exactly and, and you made yeah. all our merch too we we feel a little salty about that but it's i'm working loss. on some you new lost, merch and you, and you lost them on a free as well which, cool. is, which is awful yeah typical right. arsenal typical arsenal. Ian, take take care buddy thanks right, for joining us hope to see you Thank again you. and i will uh, look forward to seeing you uh this weekend all right, boys. Be good. All, All right. right. And Andy, you're sticking around if you if you don't mind. Uh, we want to hear more from you, but we're we're going to bring in a uh, a third podcaster here, regular podcaster here, Fergus, who uh, needs to unmute himself and then start talking because that's what you do on a podcast. I don't do much talking. Don't do you much still talking. Lost your voice from that last time that you. Oh, we we lost. Andy. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Andy's Andy's gone. It was good to hear Andy. It was good to hear somebody different on, rather than just us uh, merry-go-round of podcasters uh, just churning up on everyone's channel. Is that show I, original or is that a replica? Uh, it's a replica, mate. It's the 1985 centenary one. If that was My real, son, you don't want to be wearing that. You want to put that in a in a safe somewhere. If that was a real one. No, I don't have any real shirts, mate. I don't have a real shirt. Any real shirts? No. Just that they're they're all. But it's Arsenal. It's not Chinese. It's it's Arsenal. So it's Chinese via Arsenal. Good. <laughs> so How Andy, are, are you you're back on? Uh, had a little uh, technical issue there. So you now have uh, it's, it's, it's hard in Hertfordshire, you know. Yeah, you know the inter the, the internet just kind of the, the, it's mostly focused on London. So you you got to take it yeah. you can get. Um, you've now got a, a gentleman from Essex on which is as exciting as I can imagine. Um, so, Fergus, let's I'll start with you. What, what's what's on your mind, my friend? Uh, not much. I'm just, just wondering what people are feeling. But, like, you know, we, we watch on Twitter and we we see on WhatsApp groups and everything else, people losing their, their, their heads over the transfer window. Um, you know, Jesus is a good signing. He's probably a better signing than we uh, would have expected to get, considering we're in Europa League football rather than Champions League football. Um, so I, I think he's a top-notch uh, player. But I'd like to know a little bit more about this Fabio Vieira and uh, this uh, Magalhães. I saw Magalhães in the preseason friendly, and he looks like a big beast, a, a, quite a unit. Um, I didn't. You're talking I, about I, I Marquinhos. Marquinhos, sorry, yeah, yeah you know me. Magalhães is, is, is one of our Gabriels. We 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 know what he's about. Yeah, yeah, but you know me and pronunciation of words. I, I just don't do it. You know, I'm, I'm a rebel when it comes to that sort of stuff. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you pronounced one of our players' names exactly like another player's name is pronounced. Exactly. Yeah, that's, just to confuse you, know. you, just to make sure you're listening to me, Mike. That's that's why I done that. You know, so you know, it's it's attention to detail, and and you've got it. So yeah, um, so I just like to know a little bit more about what what Danny and Andy and you guys know about these these other two players. Is is 
are, are those three signings enough? Leno's going to move on. There's other players that are going to move on. Tielemans is rumoured to be very close to being done. If we press the button, he'll come. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to ask Andy to answer that question, but I'm also going to answer a question that Andy asked before, uh, which was answered by uh, by Danny about, you know, do we have the money to spend on another player? Uh, is, are we done in the transfer window? And I frankly do not think that we are done in the transfer window. But having dipped into wages, uh, you know, and bins, uh, but having dipped mostly into wages and how the structure has been really cold down and, and, and shrunk over the last few years, that's where I do start to believe that, you know, we're going to need to get rid of some players before we bring them in. It's not what people used to say, like, oh, we have to sell somebody for 30 before we can spend 30 on a new player. Like the transfer budget just comes from this cookie jar that you could reach into. And if there's no money in it, there's no money in it. That's not really what I think. It's just that, you know, what we don't want is to bring in players and just have too many people to even put on the first team in the first team squad and you know, the 24 25 man squad and uh, and just be paying dead money to a lot of people so uh, we really do have to make some progress on some of the outgoings but i think the intent is there to purchase probably one maybe two more players telemans i i just think it's going to get done i would be shocked if that doesn't get done um whether he starts over jacques on a regular basis i don't know because we know the coaches just can't get enough of granite jacques i i don't know why but uh, so along that, uh, Andy, you are the Brazilian expert on this panel right now. What do you think of Marquinhos? What do you expect out of him this season? Is he he's sticking with the first team? Is he going on loan? Is he winning the Ballon d'Or? Gabriel. Uh, no, Marquinhos. I know you would think Gabriel because that's what Fergus said, but no, it's Marquinhos <laughs> that we're talking about. Oh, sorry. The one that's going to the Manx, you mean? No, no, no. No, the, the, no Martinez the young, is the, young guy we the winger, the young the winger from Brazil. Oh, sorry, Mark. Yeah, yeah, the young. Listen, it's all I, ha I haven't seen him. He looks a big lad. He looks strong, and I think that's something that's, that's quite exciting. I think he looks as strong. Uh, for what we saw in the friendly, he looked half decent. Um, you can never really judge on the friendlies. I think it's just a training exercise, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, I know it's a bit of a cliche. Um, I, I think, yeah, he looked, he looked good, and he's a big lad. Um, I think you know it's I, I I do like the look of Vieira. Um, I think he's looks the part. Um, not that have I've done. And Andy, have you seen all the pictures of him? And and every time there's a new picture, I have to ask Stu about this tomorrow night because we're going to be having Stuart McFarlane join us on uh, on a panel discussion here in Baltimore tomorrow night. But you know, is it like on purpose that every time a picture is taken of him, a new body part is like in a cast or in a sling or something like that? I mean, dude looked like a, a mummy riding a bike to 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 training in Nuremberg a couple of days ago. I mean, this is a little scary for me. Yeah, he's um, he needs to put on a bit of body weight, doesn't he? Or 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 just have bones that don't break apparently every time. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's like the Samuel it, Jackson character on Unbreakable. It, you just it, it could be another typical Arsenal signing, couldn't it? That we hopefully not, but you know, it could be another one that spends his time in the treatment room. Um, if he gets all of his injuries out of the way now and then it's fine by the season, that would almost be the anti-Arsenal signing because we bring in dudes that are like impervious to injury until they get here, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, then it's all, it just collapses. Fergus, I, I just think that um, 
I think like like Mike says, we, we've got to get rid of there's quite a bit of dead wood still to get rid of in the squad. Um I don't know what's gonna happen with Torreira. There's talk that um he's going to Valencia. Hopefully that's um that could be true. Um, you know, and there's Pablo Mori, you know, there's 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 a lot of players, this Renanison that's still lingering. I didn't even know he was there. Um and who else we got there that's um, Bellerin? You know, all, all these are players that, you know, wages amongst everything else is is the priority, you know, to get them off the wage, uh, wage bro. And, uh, you know, hopefully that's going to start happening because, you know, I, I suppose they take them on tour to put them in the shot window. Um, so, you know, um, I'm, I'm hoping, Sorry, I'm man. hoping that, um, that, you know, this would start taking place because we, we, we really do need to get rid of a few of them. He's done well, yeah, I'd say, to get rid of a lot of the players. I must admit, he's done very well. Um, but we keep it, coming though, like, like, like it's got to be strange to be someone that to be in this kind of relationship where a you weren't really wanted or included with the team last season, b you're back now, c you're traveling on this you know lar- this tour that's very you know very high in PR and pictures and social media, and d you know that you're really not in the plans for next year anyway. Like, yeah, like yeah. what do you? What do you do in that situation? I'm trying. What I was trying to find was a picture of because uh, Bellerin's on the plane, and it's just no. Where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I can't find it. Bellerin. That's not Bellerin. No. Uh, I guess he's in one of the overhead compartments because <laughs> he's unwanted. I guess, um, I guess you have to be professional. I suppose a lot. I mean, listen, they have to be professional. They know they've got to come back to the club, and you know the loan period's up and. I suppose. Listen, they 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 integrate quite well. They're all good mates anyway, so it can't. It's, it's probably not that difficult. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. It's probably listen. I want to get out of this club, and now I'm back again. I'm on tour, and it's you know, where am I going here? But I I don't know if they'd want to get out because we're we're paying stupid wages in comparison to what other clubs yeah. are paying. So they're, they're going to be happy taking the gravy, aren't they? So yeah. you know, um, like Ryarison is the least of our worries because he's on pennies. But like yeah. you look at Leno, who's on he's on forty grand. That's not. I mean, that's not. You know who's on pennies is Saka, but like right now, but Renerson's well, hold, on hold, and... holding as well as on twenty five grand. So like you know, so well, holding's not dead wood in my opinion. Runnerson is no, dead I think wood. he's a squad player. Bellerin is Bell is is Deadwood. Um, you know, I like uh, Holding. I think Holding's a good player. He's, he's he's got a bit of a hot head, but I think he's he's a good player to have in the squad. He's a good player to have in the squad, unless if you've got a wide out lane, and then um, you know he loses his head and he, he, yeah. he lets Son and Kane get to him. But uh, yeah, know. unfortunately, that wasn't the best uh, game for him. Yeah, but it wasn't. It um, wasn't. So whereabouts in Hertfordshire are you then, Andy? I'm not um, too far from the lab. I mean, I mean, uh, lack of Barnet. Lack of Barnet. Lee Judge's land. <laughs> oh, no, I thought he was from Enfield. Well, it's it's still Hertfordshire. No, yeah, no, that's yeah, Middlesex. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah he's yeah. around that. Next what, what Fergus was really trying to ask you is, what is your home address and postcode, and uh, and, <laughs> and then we can put it on the uh, I'll put it on the, the scroll at the bottom of the screen. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not too far away from him. I'm only about five or six we'll, miles away. So and yeah. then we'll keep you in the green room here uh, until we until someone shows up at your house, and then we'll have that on camera. <laughs> Gives me a good hiding. Any uh, not not because someone's coming to your house to hurt you, but any last words before we uh, we bring in our next guest, um, Andy? It's been great to see you. Please do come yeah. on again, um, and um, you know, hope, hopefully, you'll be following the content that we are hoping to push out over the next week and a half or so from this tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right. but uh, right. any any right, social Bert. media any any anything else that you want to put out there any local pub that you hang out at uh no uh, i'm too old for pubs now uh, mike um but, you know back in the days yeah fair enough but um no, I just, I just listen. Let's hope it's going to be, a, it's going to, be, it's going to be a fun season. Let's hope we, we, we can progress and 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 do, you know, move hopefully into the next, the next step up. And let's just hope that Arteta, because everyone wants him to do well. I'm sure there's everyone wants him to do well. And I'm just fingers crossed that you know he build this squad and and we're we're progress. And it's it's been real. It's been a nice honour to be on here, Mike. Thanks for having me on, Danny. And for because I see you all a lot on Twitter, I know because I see um, Amanda on the uh, same old Arsenal as well. So I know Ferg's been on that, and you, I think Mike's probably been on it as well. So it's been a pleasure talking to you guys, and uh, keep the faith, and uh, let's hope we uh, get above that lot down the road. Nice to meet you. Thanks. That would be uh, that would be success, I think, in and of itself this season. But uh, we we hope to get to to to. to to get two birds with one stone. So cheers, Andy. Appreciate you joining us and, uh, and, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Yeah, Mike, just to clar- yeah. clarify, uh, Daniel Roberts has mentioned, I hate Watford. The only reason I hate Watford is the away end is really, really narrow and they shut, and they shut the bar. So there was no beer. So that's, that's justification enough. Don't you think the, the, the beer is, is a little hard to find at, uh, at, at Watford. I've been there as a neutral, maybe three times three or four times i've not been there uh for an arsenal away game but uh it's a lovely place until you try to find beer so next to join us is someone who has been with us in the past it's great to see him again uh halfway around the world it's got to be pretty damn late where he is but i appreciate him joining us so mohammed from palestine great to see you my friend how you been hi hi good evening good evening mike good evening guys it's long time nice to see you again after this long time Really? Yeah, you know, I just, I just kind of, after the last couple of games, I just really didn't want to get on camera and do a, an open mic night type of situation. And then, uh, so the, you know, other than after Spurs and Newcastle was the Everton game, and I was at that one, so I couldn't do an open mic. But, uh, but you've joined us a lot on the open mic, and 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 always come with a strong opinion. So, uh, tour transfers, coach Fergus, Danny, whatever you want to talk about, the floor is yours. Yes, uh, first of all, uh, unfortunately, you didn't uh, do this show. Um, my advice is that you always do this show, open mic show, uh, weekly, after matches or discussing Arsenal matters and transfers, regardless of the results, because uh, uh, analysis is analysis, and our love for Arsenal is, is another thing, so we must talk uh, about Arsenal when we win or unfortunately, God forbid, when we lose. So it's my point of view. I'm always sit on the middle as a journalist and as an Arsenal fan, an old Arsenal fan also, Mike. So it's my pleasure to talking with you again in this uh, fantastic pro- program with you, with the gentleman. Uh, about Arsenal, look, uh, Transfers, okay, of course, we are, we are in the middle of the transfer market. So the most important thing now that every Arsenal uh, fan talking about. So if we analyze what Arsenal have done until now, I would say that until the end of January, uh, of June, before July starts, we did a good job. Of course, G- uh, Gabriel Jesus is the big deal very important deal 
Fabio Vieira was still excited about this player. We didn't see uh, him playing for Arsenal. We'll see in the US uh, tour. But from the analysis, from the talking, from the clips, uh, he looks exciting uh, attacking player. Uh, Marquinhos one for the future, I would say. And I would say, Mike, that Marquinhos' future, if he uh, goes on loan or stays with the first team, I think after the US tour, Arteta will see him again uh, deeply through uh, games, through training. And I think after the, uh, that, he will decide if, if he will go on loan for his development or he stays, uh, if he convinced Arteta, he stays uh, with the team and play in the cup uh, Mohammed, games. Mohamed, yes. would you keep him in the squad, especially with the, uh, the, the truncated season? We got 22 games before November and um, we got the Euro Europa League and stuff. Would you keep him in the squad right through till uh, pre-World Cup and maybe then consider if you are going to put him on loan uh, January? I think that depends on Marquinhos himself. If he convinced Arteta of his ability uh, in attacking side and uh, defensive side, you know, Arteta uh, always demand a lot from his players defensively, pressing, uh, also uh, to be uh, to have an effect in the attacking uh, third. So, if in this U.S. tours he convinced Arteta, I think he will stay. Of course, Matt Turner, Matt Turner uh, from US, of course. Some some Arsenal fans are worried, but I will not uh, make an, uh, a hard judgment or a, a quick judgment on, on Turner. We must wait. He's a goalkeeper with experience, so we hope for the best uh, for him and to be the best backup for Ramsdale. What worries me, uh, Mike, about Arsenal uh, market is few points. First of all, July, this month, for me, is the uh, most important month in the transfer window. Uh, the deals, uh, any big club, uh, make the big deals in July, because in June, maybe a bit earlier, and uh, the last month, August, most of the team uh, enter into maybe a panic Buying maybe a, a lot of under pressure to buy, and so and the season's going on. Nicholas Pepe. <laughs> yes, no, no. I will talk about this point. So, uh, our slow market in uh, July is worrying. Of course, the the main reason for it is that we missed on, uh, two of our main targets, which is uh, who is Ravinia and Lisandro Martinez. Lisandro Martinez tomorrow. Uh, officially will be to United and Rafinha we know that his uh, preference is uh, always to go to Barcelona and uh, he got his wish so we must move quickly in the market I think Arsenal still need three very important deals to be complete team strong team for the next crucial season for me with my analysis for the teams, for for the all big six teams and what what we are uh, the, what uh, they are doing in the window, next season, my guys will be the toughest season in the history of of the Premier League, the toughest season. 
this market will be crazy market. I think not going for Tillemans until now is a big mistake and big question mark because he fits the bill, he fits all the criteria, he's a talented player, very good player, which who puts a defensive, a defensive uh, performance. His uh, performance is not, uh, not only attacking. Attacking, he has an impressive numbers in creating uh, goals and assists. And also, uh, his defensive duty is very good. Tillemans is a quality player, Premier League proven. And it's a golden chance to snatch him from Leicester with this price because he has only one year left in his contract. And we need, in the number eight uh, position, his caliber, his quality. So not you, going you for, Mohammed, for Mohammed, I don't mean I, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's a lot to unpack, and I don't want to I don't want to move past the things that you're saying, uh, you know, and and not address those or or kind of have a dialogue about those. So, um, you know, Marquinhos, you mentioned. I mean, he seems like a low risk signing. I think we probably ought to do more of those. Uh, there, I mean, there's we have a connection now where we essentially have an assembly line of talented young Brazilians who suddenly are finding Arsenal to be the place to go due to our connections with Adu and, and having so many Brazilians on the team already. How could that be anything other than a good thing, knowing that many of them may go on loan, many of them get, may get sold, a little bit of the old Chelsea kind of strategy there and in, in bringing through guys, but, you know, but it's almost that we have, a, we have a connection of getting the right guys at a good price early on for the first time ever normally we're really late to the game so you know I, I i think the marquinhos signing i agree with you is is one where he may or may not go on loan but i don't see a downside in that whatsoever um and uh mike 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 do you, do you think like if, if, if you go and look at the, the way we finished the end of the season we finished the end of the season with about 18 first team players so we didn't we wouldn't fulfill the full 25 man squad for europe and so on because we're only in that competition and we blew out of steam in the end uh, hence why we end up in the position that we're in which i think is the, the correct position for the quality of the team that we've got at the moment but if we want to progress and go forward and challenge in the Europa League and challenge also to get fourth and be in Champions League football next year we need to add strength and depth and we talked about like you know, somebody said in the ch chat about uh, uh, Maitland-Niles and we talk about uh, this um, these other young players bringing through we need to add an awful lot more depth Mohammed mentioned that this season is probably going to be the most difficult season in the Premier League because we've got so many games before uh, the summer or sorry before the, the World Cup, then you've got the World Cup where players can go and get injured, and then they're going to cram the rest of it all in just after after like Christmas. So, you know, we're going to be 22 games in by the time we finish in November. Uh, it, it's going to be carnage on players. It's going to be carnage on fans and their wallets. Uh, we need we need more. Well, and and it, and it affects the, the tra it affects the transfer window as well because more than ever the impetus should be on bringing in players early so that they can get bedded in so that they're not you know they're, they're not rushing into you know, especially this season especially this season and i think what, that, what i think that actually does is it benefits teams who are holding sellable assets who aren't necessarily desperate to sell them and it hurts teams like arsenal who have a lot of non-marketable assets can't seem to get rid of them but want 
to have other players because who's who's got the leverage right now in the in the Arsenal Leicester discussion for Tielemans, Danny? Um, you know, we, we've heard about what you know a price of twenty five million, but who's got the leverage at this moment if one team wants to sell now and the other doesn't? Leicester, because they know we need a player. But I was Absolutely. looking at Leicester's. I was looking at Leicester's uh, um, season already. They've not bought a single player. Quite a few players have left for uh, varying ages and, and types. But um, it may be the one when they get a big wad of cash in from him for, for, from us. Then uh, they might go out and buy more players. But they know we want him. They know he wants to leave. They know that when he left Anderlecht, we wanted him. And when he left Monaco, we were interested in him. And they know third time lucky for us. We'll probably end up getting him because uh, he's he's a really good central midfielder. A uh, good good number of goals his last season. And Alex scored eighteen goals in all competitions. Uh, to, I mean, if you're going to get a midfielder who gets on average six or seven Premier League goals a season, then that's going to be worth a fair bit of money. And that's what they're probably banking on before they off, go off and do other stuff because they relied on people like Vardy for all of their goals and uh, Madison, another one for been all their creativity. And those two last season were either out injured or off form because one of them, Madison wanted to move. So yeah, they're not, they're not going to be going, Oh, go on having 40 million, are they? I really well, think I mean, if we I do want to push 25, if we want to push them, uh, the um, Tillemans deal through, it will happen. But I think the, the, the reluctance is on our end. And I think it's probably down to, whether we move Shaq on or whether we move other people in the midfield on to make room for him. And what you alluded to earlier about, Danny, about like the wages. So get some of the, the top-end heavy wages off to bring in Tillemans. Because Tillemans is on, as you said, last year of his contract. He's going to want, he's going to want top dollar, isn't he? He's going to be at 150 yeah. or, or more you know, a week. And mm-hmm. he's wanting to sign an on fee, etc. I understand so that... Because he's 25. Yeah, I understand the deal is all but done. And that's from somebody at Leicester and also in Arsenal. So it just depends on whether we press the button. We have got I'm rid of two... About I'm about to almost, press the button right here. Hold on. We've got rid of almost £300,000 worth of wages <laughs> at the moment from the club. And we've spent about 250000 bringing players in. That's per week. So we're currently in profit of about £50,000 a week in wages. We get Lewis of Leno. That's about £160 grand a week in wages we'll clear. And then maybe then they'll go, well, that's just amount of money, like you're saying, Fergus, £150 ish should probably be about right. Then we'll have yep. freed up all those funds. And that would, that would maybe make sense. But I'd really like to see him here. Ooh, yeah, remember the remember the spreadsheets? We got we got all the if we got rid of all the dead weight, we, we've got a wage bill uh, of seventy million pounds and twenty one players. So I mean they it's it's the if we get rid of the dead wood, we have a lot of room to play with for transfer fees and wages that are not insignificant wages, you know, paying a six figure wages to two or three more players will still be in a far better position than we would have been. Um do we see Mohammed that like we all want players we all, we all want to basically buy eight players by the end of June have them all come on the summer tour bed into the team and have a strong 25 to 28 players going into the next season by the by the time the first ball is kicked but when have we ever seen that happen i mean we you know yes there have been some top signings early in the summer this season liverpool signing nunez Manchester City signing Holland, us signing Gabi Jesus. But that's more the exception than the rule. And the fact that we, you know, that players end up getting brought in right before or even like a couple weeks into the season. And sometimes normally, even you if they're bought in July, 
even even if they're bought in July, sometimes in a normal year where there's a Euros or a or a Copa America or or a World Cup in the summer, you've got guys that just can't debut until match week three, four, or five. Should we be looking at the summer being realistic, Mohammed, to get everyone in with without wasting money on being the sucker in a in a two way deal uh, with a team that has the leverage on you? Or should we really be looking more like it's just a customary thing to, to not have your full squad until you're in match week five or six and you really just try to do as well as you can with the squad you have left over from last year in those weeks? Look, Mike, uh, we must enter the season. Not, not uh, I would say it's difficult to be ideal and to request that we finish all, all our market before the 8th of August, which is the beginning of the Premier League. But, but, uh, Edo and the uh, board must work, work harder and harder, day and night, so we can at least make another, for me, two signings from now until this date. If we, if we were one signing short, and we will make another one signing from 8th of August until the closure of the market, which is the 31st of August, it's okay. It's a good um, situation. But not to enter the season, and you are lacking three top signing. And you are, after the first match, which is very difficult match, tricky match against Palace uh, at their ground, uh, God forbids if, uh, if the result is not uh, good, and we were after after the match, the board and Edu and uh, Arteta was under pressure to start looking for deals. It's not it's not a healthy not a healthy situation. I think sometimes Arsenal go to complicated deals, like uh, like Lucas Paqueta. I like I like the player. He is very good player. He's an upgrade. Okay, on our uh, on our squad, but. Always negotiating with uh, Jean-Michel Olas, the president of Lyon, is very difficult. We knew what happened with Hussam Awar before a few seasons. One bid, second bid, uh, negotiations, one month, two months, and the deal collapsed. So we don't want to try again the same situation. We've got to Lucas Paqueta from now until the end of the season, and in the end, we will not get Paqueta and another player. So. Sometimes I wonder why, why we go to a complicated deals. Tillemans deal is a safe deal, easy deal. No one compete with you for Tillemans until now, until now. Uh, as we said, very good player, uh, proven Premier League player, which will add quality, quality to our midfield. And I will continue my last point that uh, the second deal is winger. Uh, if you get Baketa, of course, we will not get a winger. It's uh, as clear as this, because Baketa can play in various uh, positions uh, in attack. But for me, the, ide the ideal deal is to get a winger that can play two roles, in the right wing and in the left wing, at the same quality. This is this is my, my dream signing about, about a top winger. And for me, I wonder why Arsenal not looking at uh, some top wingers within the Premier League and not outside the Premier League. Like who? Like, 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 who would you like say? Trussard. 
for me, I like two players. Uh, Trossard of Brighton, I think he's a very, very good player, even underrated player. His performance with Brighton in the last uh, season, fantastic. And the, the Belgian national Europe. team. He can play the right wing, left wing, also a striker. And for me, Sant Alan Maxima is yeah. also... <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going there with the second one. I just couldn't remember his name off the top of my head, but I, I knew that that was... He's a very, with. very good player. He's a very good player that that is uh, an engine. An engine uh, always always running, always uh, causing the, the other team problems. And I read that uh, Newcastle may be open to let him go. He is not happy for 40 plus uh, million pounds. So... Uh, there are there are many good players at the market within the Premier League, and of course the uh, third uh, deal must be a backup for Terni, a player that will compete with Terni. We know the history, the injury history of uh, Kieran Terni. He will not play all the season. Uh, so after Lisandro Martinez uh, will go to United tomorrow. Uh, we also always read about Grimaldo. We are interested in the Benfica fullback. And today, the news broke that we are interested in the Shakhtar Donetsk and Ukrainian national team player Matyelenko, who can play at, as a, a center back and a, a left back. So these the three deals that Arsenal must uh, finish before the transfer market. And of course, by looking at now, it's difficult to to say that we'll get the three deals before the start of the season. But at least two in the ideal situation, Mike, at least get two deals before you play Crystal Palace. It would be a good thing. Uh, if you permit me, uh, my last point and my worrying point about Arsenal market, we are not able to get rid of the unwanted player until now, which is very, very worrying. Now we are in the middle of July. Uh, there are many unwanted players that Arsenal must sell. Must sell because to trim the squad, to uh, balance your wage, uh, your uh, wage bill, you are talking about seven players. Ronason, the goalkeeper, Bellerin, Niles, Pablo Mari, Nelson, Pepe, which is difficult, of course, to Antoriera. These seven players, Arsenal I, are looking to get rid of and not able, of course, uh, Leno also. So, so eight, eight players. If you count how many players Arsenal are, are the squad are traveling to US, 34 players are traveling to US. And, and not counting Charlie Patino and Karl Heim. So, 36 players now in the Arsenal squad. So, Mike, it's an unhealthy situation. Also for, no. for the manager. I, we're good, right? Okay. Um, I, I love that you have a lot to say. Uh, it's an open mic show, and, and we're here to, to let you say it. But, you know, I, I, again, I, I want to make sure that we don't lose, like, the first half of what you're saying when you go for five to ten minutes at a time, uh, be, be, you know, because it, it, it ages a little bit. So we're going we're, we're gonna to wrap it up. Uh, I do want to make one uh, quick comment, and I saw Ray Anderson mentioned it in the comments, which is uh, I have a question for you. Are, are you the bell? Are you are you the, the Arsenal Bell? Because 
you do seem to know a lot about what's going on behind the scenes uh, and have your um, have your, your your views on that. Um, are you here to tell us that, that that you are doing a face reveal and you're you're the AFC Bell? No. No, no. Of course, I'm a normal guy, journalist, and an Arsenal old fan. I have my views and I have I have my analysis. I have my own view of the situation of Arsenal. No, I just thought you might be. I thought you might be connected to uh, to the famous. Uh, no, no. Of course, no, no. And uh, um, of course, uh, on Twitter, I share my my views about Arsenal, uh, analyzing Arsenal, in some YouTube channels also. Oh, okay. Um, well. I, I think it's 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 a, it's very easy for a lot of us to kind of assume that some of these deals are easier than others, uh, that they're more obvious than others. You know, I, the one thing that I have learned is that we know nothing about what goes on behind the scenes with these transfers. We don't know what the players thinking. Sometimes we know some things, but uh, we know what the we don't know what the players are thinking. We don't know what the players' wives or girlfriends or children feel about certain things. We don't. You know, I mean, we just assume that we could pluck. Same Maximin out of Newcastle, that there's a set price that the, that he'd be happy playing someplace else. That he's in a place mentally and physically that he wants to make a move. I mean, there's so many variables that I think a lot of us sometimes look at uh, the transfer market like football manager, and you know, and 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 I think that's fine. Speculation is fine, but when you start getting not you, but when a person starts getting frustrated or angry that not more is being done or that this move is so obvious why wasn't it done earlier you know we're looking at two dimensions out of a nine-dimensional puzzle and um and and so you know i i would say let's uh, let's be patient i i wouldn't be thrilled if we started the season with the with the you know 30 players that we have on our books right now but uh, 56 <laughs> 30, yeah some, well 33 are coming over and then there's probably more that aren't like 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 patino Danny, have we lost you? Oh, God damn, you know I've got a damaged neck and I have to do. When I'm podcasting, I have to lean forward, and so I'm just doing this and stretching my neck out. Uh, uh, that's I, 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 just, I just WhatsApped him and said, are you awake? I've <laughs> <laughs> right, so, got my notifications turned off. Su surprisingly little talk on this open mic show about the summer tour. Um, we have uh, we have some photos to share with you. Of I think they're probably getting off the plane any moment now. Um, but uh, the summer tour is on. We've got some events coming up. But first, um, is this a good idea? I mean, sh they couldn't get a better plane. I saw this picture today, Mike. Oh, there's the Bellerin picture. But uh, but yeah, the um, you know we we. This is not good. I, I, I don't want to spread them too thin. Arsene Wenger did too many things for Arsenal, and this is, this is, we're setting for this to happen all over again. Um, you know, it's always nice to see these guys on the plane. It's, it's interesting who they show and who they don't. Uh, it looks like there was a concerted attempt today. At, well, actually, Fabio looks pretty healthy there, um, although he is kind of – he's probably holding his shoulder because this, it this, fell this, off. There's right one ankle, there's one ankle missing, and then there's a wrist missing as well. So, like, you could be could yeah, the, either of those. As far as we're concerned, there's no wrist there. And uh, and he's holding his arm in place because it fell off right before this picture was taken. But um, we've got the, the, the obligatory William Saliba, I'm actually happy here at Arsenal pictures. Uh, at least and, his uh, thumb is a uh, little finger that he's got out. Yeah, I hope he's not taking any video of the guy sitting next to him this time. <laughs> Looks um, like they're having a party. 
We've got um, we, we've got what's his name from the wire coming. Uh, uh, Marlo Stanfield is on his way back to Baltimore. Uh, we're going to be hearing about that all the time about how Eddie Nketi is a dead ringer for uh, for Baltimore's own Marlo Stanfield. Another uh, William Saliba. He's like, could you just let me go to sleep, please? <laughs> Tommy in the house. Nice to see him and uh, and um, and the rest gun. So, um, so yeah, they're they're on their way. It's it's going to be a fun ten days. I hope I hope that a lot of things start to clear themselves up with regards to Arsenal's team going into the season. If you are either in the U.S. and headed towards the tour, if you're from outside the U.S. and you're coming over for the tour, or if you just want to know what's going on, the first stop is Baltimore. Tomorrow night we've got some Arsenal trivia that's going to be hosted at Abbey Burger Bistro, which is the uh, the Baltimore Supporters Group pub, at seven, and then at nine, we're doing a podcast. They didn't they didn't say the Gooners Pod. It's a podcast event, but it will be the Gooners Podcast with a panel of guests that you, if you're in the area tomorrow, you're going to want to come see. It includes James, uh, aka Gunner Blog, James McNicholas. Stuart McFarlane, Arsenal's chief photographer and all-around amazing guy with a lot of opinions and incredible stories. We have Mark Brindle, the, uh, the supporters liaison officer, joining us. Mike Cavanaugh from the uh, Baltimore Supporters Club called the Charm City Gooners. And um, as well, we have... Um, the en- the entrance fees are quite cheap. Seven, seven pence, nine pence, 12 to six pence, and seven yep. pence. It's, it's quite cheap to get into these places. Yeah, that, those, those are the admission prices. And, and Kaya, Kaya <laughs> uh, from Football Out London will be uh, with us tomorrow night. So uh, it's going to be a fun night. I'm, I may, we're going to try to live stream that event, but there's a more than 50% chance that the live streaming will not work from there. So if it doesn't, we will, and it's at 2 a.m. anyway, uh, uh, UK time. So if it doesn't work on a live stream, we will be recording and uploading that so that you can see what we all had uh, to do. Friday, there's supposed to be an open training, which has now apparently been canceled or moved. We're still waiting on that. Um, Saturday from 12 to 6 is a match day block party. We're going to be raising money for Gooners versus Cancer. We're going to be reveling. Uh, we're going to have these cups that you can uh, that you can get for $10. And it's a 20-ounce cup, and you can drink for the entire event uh on in a 20 hour 20 ounce cup for the 16 ounce price and help to donate to kick cancer so uh if you're going to the block party remember that and then uh, this thing at 7 p.m that that some people might want to go to arsenal the recently non-relegated everton uh then in orlando we uh there's we i've just been informed that there's going to be a invite-only kit launch on Monday the 18th starting at 6 p.m. UK, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. The black kit will be launched. I will be in attendance. So will other luminaries. Not other luminaries. Luminaries. <laughs> Let yourself slip there. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and that should be fun. We'll be bringing you content from there. And I will – the moment where I find out that they don't have the black jersey in my size at the kit launch – should be something to tune into. They do. Uh, it's in the camping shop. It's a tarpaulin. me. Pre-match party on Wednesday before the Orlando City game at uh, at the Harp and Celt, which is a great football pub. Um, and then, of course, after the game, which is at seven thirty, that we'll be back at the Harp and Celt uh, or Celt. Sorry, Fergus. Yes. Um, 
Thursday, 7 p.m., we're going to be doing another. Uh, it's actually going to be at 6.30 p.m. We're going to be doing another show where we're going to have a lot of Arsenal players, not 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 current players, but possibly former players like Ray Parler, uh, folks from the team. Just You're going to want to be there. You're going to want to drink. You're going to want to grab one of these. You're going to want to buy one of these if you don't have one already because we'll have, we'll have some of these on sale so you can help represent. And, um, and just it's going to be a fun time. Come to see your fellow Gunners. And then on Saturday, we play Chelsea for the 19,000th time in the last three years. Um, and, and we might win this one. Any last will it, words? Will it, will it, will it, will it be, uh, uh, you know, there's nobody here. There's nobody here. Just like the old days, there's nobody here against Chelsea, do you reckon? Will there be any Chelsea representation there? there? There should be a fair amount. I mean, I don't think a lot of the American Chelsea supporters have realized that the club's been sold. Um so they're still thinking, you know, oh, we're going to see Lukaku. We're going to... Um, they're, they're waiting for Drogba to roll up, aren't they? <laughs> exactly. And, he pro- and, and I think he lives in America, so I think he probably will. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Hope to see as many of you there as possible. You can't maybe miss Mike, I'm the, I'm maybe the guy Mike, that looks like a better version of me. Mike, uh, yes, maybe Mike. you should do a special, special coverage of Arsenal US tour because you are, you are in US, so... We expect special oh, things from you. Oh, we will be. Just uh, subscribe to the channel. Look at the scroll at the bottom of the screen. Sub- subscribe to us by going to Goonersubscribe.com. Click that notification bell because we're going to be going live at a moment's notice. If something happens, when Hector Bellerin walks by and whispers in my ear that we've signed the butcher, you're not going to want to miss that moment. And you will miss that moment if you if you didn't click the notification bell. So that's the kind of thing that are you're you are, are you keeping a gerbil in your back pocket? Um, I, I haven't. I, you know, I've been texting him lately and I have not heard anything back. He was supposed to break some news about a month ago and, and he's yeah. gone silent since then. So I don't really know what's going on there. But yeah, it, I, thought, know, I think it's the hot weather. It must be playing up with him. I I'm personally getting very annoyed and frustrated with him. Uh, him or her. We, 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 we really don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, but uh, but anyway, that's going to be a wrap for us. Muhammad, thanks for joining us. Andy, thanks for having uh, for for coming on and breaking your duck. Uh, who else did we have? Ian at the beginning of the show uh, was great to have on. Am I missing anyone other than Ferguson, Danny, uh, Andy? I said Andy. Andy. No, you didn't. You said Ian. Well, now you're, Andy. you're now you're cocking up just like I did. I believe so, you know, that I said you're a Andy. true professional. A true I believe professional. that I said Andy, and then I said Ian, but then maybe I said Ian twice. Um, let's all wait here on the air while I go back and rewind and, and figure it out because that will be incredible, <laughs> incredible content. So that's it for now. Come join us on the tour, and most importantly, come on, you Gooners. See you 